It's all about your health, your wellness. Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Get healthier, get fit, eat better, have a richer quality of life. Health on the go. Staying well with Melanie Cole, MS. Well, something nobody wants to think about is getting burned or even having a wound that won't go away. And we hear more about wound treatment and wound medicine more and more now. And because people have these things popping up, we need to know what the best treatment options are. My guest is Dr. Bowden. Palma Hawk. I think I got that right. He's the director Perfect. of the Burn Center and director of plastic surgery transplantation at Brigham and Women's Hospital. Welcome to the show, doctor. So tell us a little bit about burn and wound treatments because people, he, you know, people try their own and then the wound doesn't go away and then they're afraid right, it's going to right. get infected. This is a huge new field, right? Yeah. So first of all, thank you very much for having me. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, burns are very complicated and very difficult to really treat for many, many decades. Fortunately, in the big picture, the numbers overall in terms of incidence of burns has been declining, and that's primarily due to the prevention, sprinkler systems, smoke detectors, and so forth. Uh, nonetheless, uh, traditionally, you would divide the burns into the superficial ones, first degree, which are sunburn, second degree, which is sort of the typical blister, and then the third degree, which is really all the way through. And the treatment kind of varies for each of those uh, degrees of burns. For the first degree, as many many of us probably experienced, it's enough just to moisturize, give uh, the skin a little bit of time to rest, and within a week, typically, all the pain and, and uh, discomfort goes away. Uh, similarly with blisters, you know, a little Band-Aid moisture keeps it, uh, keeps it comfortable, while the uh, full-thickness burns generally need to be treated surgically because they're all the way through and require some sort of surgical rearrangement. So when do you use skin grafts? And people hear about these and they're not sure, you know, oh, you're going to use a part from, from a cadaver or you're going to use some skin from another part of your body. How does right. a skin graft work? So uh, it, just a little evolutionary sort of word on dressings. There are about 150, maybe more types of dressings. And in general, over the past decades, we have learned that the wounds heal better when they're left in liquid or which is very impractical but very potent therapy, or more commonly the dressings are aiming towards moisture and uh, treating the wounds in moist environment. So if you end up having a second-degree burn, which is a blister or you know something that's actually opened up, it could be wound of other origin as well. In general, moist dressing, foam-based or other type of, or even ointment for that matter, uh, you, can, you can put on and the pain gets better and the healing is a little easier. Once you get to that uh, stage where you, you essentially have lost structure of the entire thickness of the skin, the skin cannot regenerate. For the more superficial burns, the skin regenerates by the deeper layers essentially building up the skin again. And also there are cells in hair follicles that can grow out and repopulate the wound. If all of that is gone, then the wound can only um, heal by contracting. The body kind of senses there is a problem it starts to tightening things up. And that's why you see sometimes the pictures from the third world where patients have severe contractures, sometimes deforming the entire extremities uh, because the tightness and, and the process is so strong that it can overcome pretty much any, any, uh, any force that the human body can uh, d- develop. In other words, 
the body's own desire to heal is so much stronger than whatever else you can do. So to prevent these type of problems, we resort to skin grafts. So for for burns that are all the way through or wounds that are open and there is no skin element left, uh, the best way to treat those is to close the wound, prevent the contracture, the tightening to happen. And that can be done by many ways, but the most standard way um, is using skin from elsewhere of the patient's own human body and, and transplanting it into the wound. And what can patients expect look-wise, Dr. Pomahawk? Uh, well, what can they expect when, you know, because that's also a big thing, especially with burns or wounds that are in a visible place. What does it look like then? Right. Unfortunately, it doesn't look anywhere near normal. No matter how nicely the graft takes, which means it heals in, it always looks a little different. It always feels different. And because there is, to some lesser or greater degree, injury to the tissues underneath the skin, often there is, for example, missing the skin uh, fat padding, or there could be contour deformity. So in general, these grafts end up being forever visible. Um, the, if the if the wound is small enough, you could sometimes utilize local tissues and sort of rearrange them in a way that leaves the patient with scars, but normal contour, normal texture, and normal feel. But for larger wounds or burns, that's unfortunately impossible. So the, really the struggle that we have as, uh, as researchers and clinicians is how to replace the skin to the quality that the body is able to create or whatever. Maybe it's God who makes uh, the skin, but uh, we're just not able to get there uh, to resemble the quality, the texture, the color, to control all these parameters and to, for example, grow hair on uh, these areas because skin grafts never uh, grow hair. They don't have sweat glands. They don't have the normal moisturization and lubrication system, so they tend to get dry, itchy. They can desiccate and really scale. Um, they often don't have much of a sensation, and patients with extensive burns have often problems related to uh, regulation of their temperature, sweating, and so forth. So which of these treatments are, mo- are most successful? And give your best advice for the people out there who have suffered from a burn or a severe wound, and they're examining different types of treatment and surgeries and plastic and reconstructive to try and improve their appearance and reduce some of the tightening and the pain that goes along with it. So, yeah, there fortunately there are many, many ways how we can make uh, things look better, uh, feel better, and uh, remodel the scars or help to remodel re- the, uh, the tissues. And uh, each uh, case would be probably slightly different um, and depends what really is in, uh, in need the most. Uh, but we can we can transplant uh, stem cells and fat tissue underneath grafts that tend to regenerate the deeper tissues. We can improve uh, the appearance or tightening by uh, little revisional operations. We can often replace entire skin grafts by expanding surrounding skin and bringing normal-looking skin into areas of burn, especially on face, neck, extremities, so forth. So there are many areas how plastic surgery enters the burn world and from just the goal of healing wound we can do a lot of things to make it look and function as nicely as possible and that's something that would be difficult to uh, sort of describe in just a few simple words Uh, but uh, there are certainly a lot of uh, continuously advancing techniques that we have in our repertoire and that we can offer our patients. 
in just the last half a minute or so your best advice for people suffering minor burns. Okay, Dr. Minor Burns, what yeah. do you want them to do at home? As the director of the burn center, what do you want them to do at home? Should we not be putting Vaseline or anything? Do you want ice? Do you not want ice? What do you want on there? So for the small burns, uh, I would recommend uh, icing, which tends to control the pain as well. Uh, then you can, uh, if the blister is intact, leave the blister intact and just uh, cover it up and protect it. If the blister rupture, then actually Vaseline is very good with whatever wrap or Band-Aid you may have. Those For 90% of all the burns that people experience, that sort of uh, scaled up or down um, dressings will work just fine. So you don't need anything fancy in particular. But I would also recommend not to hesitate and uh, look for um, advanced medical care, and particularly burn centers, which see large numbers of these patients and can prevent complications and problems down the line. And as Dr. Pomahawk said, we are reducing the amount of burns that doctors such as him are seeing with awareness and prevention and some safety measures. But if it happens, there are some treatments options out there that give hope to people suffering with severe wounds and burns. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. And if you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. And remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD. Thanks so much for listening and stay well.